Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stock companies. Who are they? Well, those are the companies that have increased their payments to their shareholders for more than 25 years. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you'll know that I jump in, basically do the exact same strategies week after week after week. It's kind of boring if you think about it, but it is profitable. My main goal, my main focus is to obtain a 1% safe, secure, and predictable return on my money. So this week, we got some Bank of America, Lockheed Martin, and Macy's. It is Wednesday, and Wednesday is usually one of those days where not a whole heck of a lot happens because the most money I make is usually on Mondays and Tuesdays. Because that's when the most time value is available for some of the option plays that I do. Now, I will take a look at a stock and I'll see whether an option or whether a dividend capturing strategy is best. And it's usually the option play because the options usually pay more than the um, <clears throat> dividends. All right, let's get started real quick. First on the list is Bank of America. Now, let's take a look at the last 30 days for Bank of America. Because we already own the stock, so there's no need to take a look at the whole year. All right, so we'll look at the last 30 days. And we have a low uh, four weeks ago at 32 89. Now, from there, we have beautiful escalation to the high of the 30-day period, and that was 37, and that was last Tuesday. All right, so you get a 30-day high, more times out of not, you're going to have profit-taking. So the very next day, you have profit-taking, and the day after that, more profit-taking. And then on last Friday, we seem to have found a new bottom, which... Is always nice. Now, from there, it's been going sideways. We're sitting at 35.55. Now, <clears throat> I got 5,900 shares at 35.50. So, guess what I did? I went and I gave someone the right to buy it from me at 35.50. Okay, so they're buying it for almost the exact same price I paid for it. Now, when I say almost, my average price is $35.50 and $34.100, which that's $3.35.50, no matter which way you look at it. But anyway, that's neither here or there. So I sold 59 contracts at $0.53 cents per share, which comes to over... 2000 bucks, which I'm a happy camper about. All right. Next on the list is LMT. Now, <clears throat> Lockheed Martin is usually a company I don't jump into because it's a $400 stock, but I will do a spread on a $400 stock if it all looks good. All right, so for the last 30 days for Lockheed Martin, we got a, a double low in, towards the end of January. Now, that was three weeks ago. 
uh, four weeks ago. <clears throat> Sorry. From there, beautiful escalation up to a high of the 30-day period, and that was Monday. So today, we're looking at, oh, the high was um, 489.50. Okay, now, we sold, let's open it up right here. Now, we bought the 47, uh, 477.50, and we sold the 480 call spread. Now, we're looking <clears throat> for a, I think it's like a 55% return on our investment for the week. Now, we got 20 contracts, so let's see what happens. I really hope I don't have to buy, you know, 2,000 shares of Lockheed Martin. But as long as she stays above 47.50, I am going to be profitable. So that's my break even. My break even is 47.50. That being said, last thing on my list is Macy's. Now, Macy's, last 30 days, we got a 30-day high at 25.12. Now, that was two weeks ago. And we have a 30-day low, which was last Friday, and that was 21.77. Now, we're into this at 23.67. Okay, so the stock is sitting at 22.77 at this moment in time. And we sold someone the right to buy it at 23.50. Granted, didn't get a whole bunch of money there. Got 13 cents a share. It's a couple hundred bucks. It helps our bottom line. And that's about it. Now, we got a couple thousand dollars left to play with. So, all that being said, let's see if there's any spreads available for the rest of the week. Now, we can't do um, any of the dividend kings because all the dividend kings are monthlies. But you know what? It is the third Friday of the week. Third Friday of the month. So hypothetically speaking, we could buy these. We could do a spread on them. And if we have to buy them you know, on, on Monday, if, if we don't uh, you know, get uh, stopped out, not stopped out, but called out, Let's take a look at these five stocks and see if there's a decent spread to do this week. Now look at GPC. Ooh, that looks pretty. Okay, she started out at the low last year at 116 and escalated very nicely, I might add, to the high of the year, which was in December 1st, the beginning of December at 187. So she goes from 116 to 187. You got some profit, and then there's going to be some pullback, like can be expected. Now, we're looking at the last 30 days. The last 30 days, we got a low at, was at 160. And beautiful escalation to 179.29, which is where she's at today. 
And I'll quickly take a look at seasonality for GPC. I'm going to go sideways for the rest of the week. From the looks at the historical performance. Now, historical performance, looking back 10 years, just to make sure. Now, let's take a quick look at GPC. GPC. Now, when I'm this close to the expiration date, I'm going to do an in-the-money option. Okay, not at the money, but in the money. I'm going to explain that in a second. Right now, we have a bid of 179.23 and an ask of 179.26. So you got a $0.03 cent spread. Okay, so when you have a $0.03 cent spread, it has some good volume, but not awesome volume. All right. We've got a half a million shares so far. All right, she's sitting at 179. So we can go into the 175. Yeah, I seriously doubt that who in their right mind would pay $5.35 for a $5 trade. Because the most you can make off the trade is 5 bucks, but you're paying $5.35. That just makes no sense whatsoever. At the money's looking $3.35, but the stock has to go up. And that does not make me a happy camper. All right. So GPC is not going to work. KMB, Kimberly Clark, KMB. All right. Kimberly Clark basically looks like a sideways company. She started out last year at 131, hit a high at 144 back at the end of April, hit a bottom of 108, 109. Um, and that was the beginning of October. Okay, more recently, let's take a look at the last 30 days. Okay, this right here is something that kind of makes you want to just like go to the next company. We're sitting at a 30-day high of 138.32 and a 30-day low of 126.73. Funny thing is, 30 days ago, it was at a high, and today is the 30-day low. So I always say you never stand on a ladder reaching for the sky, and you never go to the basement to start digging a hole. It just does not work. So we're going to pass on this one only because we don't have a bottom yet. If we had a bottom, that would be one thing, but we don't. Yet a down day yesterday, a down day today. Red, red, don't make me want to uh, do anything, so... Let's go and see what else we got. Pepsi. Ooh. P-E-P. P-E-P. Into the trade grid we go. Another sideways company. A year ago was at 166.81. Found its bottom at 153, middle of March. Found its top at 187, and that was the middle of December. Now, from there, you got your profit-taking settlement. She's sitting at the bottom at the moment. 30-day low, which was two weeks ago, and that was 167.05. Now, 30-day high was Monday. Now, a 30-day high at 178.23. Okay, you get your profit-taking, which was yesterday, a little bit today. But she's sitting at 175.17. A 
in seasonality, which is where does this stock normally go this time of year? Ah, downturn. Ah, that doesn't make me happy at all. And I'm going to just like run from that one. SCL, which is Steppen. Let's take a quick look at Steppen. SCL. One year chart. Here's another sideways company. Started out a year ago today at 110. Got a high at 116.67, and that was the middle of August. And then you have a, uh, a low for the year at 91.53. That was in October. Last two months, this thing's been going sideways. We got a 30-day 30 30 low uh, three weeks ago. And that was at uh, 105. And we have a 30-day high at 114.50. Now, that was the beginning of this month, three weeks ago. Wait a minute. One, two, two weeks ago. Okay, now from there, you get your profit-taking... We found a new bottom here at 106.91. We're sitting at 109 at this moment in time. Let's see what seasonality says for stepping. Stepping's going to go sideways for the rest of the week. See if we can find a halfway decent spread available. SCL. All right, we have 108.92 for a bid and a 109.06 for an ask. So 109, the closest we're going to come is the 105. And that's only going to give me a quarter. That's definitely not, you know, you're going to invest 4700 to make 250. No, I don't think so. It's got to be at least 25, 20% or more me to jump into on a Wednesday. Now, I'll do a 10% uh, spread trade on a Thursday, but I won't do a 10 or 20%. I won't do a 10% spread on a Wednesday. All right. We only have one Dividend King left, and that is Tootsie Roll. All right, so Tootsie Roll, a year ago, was at 33.58. Found its bottom in June, towards the end of June. From there, you have a nice little trading range between 42 and 46. Hitting a yearly high last week at 47.49. Okay. okay. So we have a 30-day low at 42 and a 30-day high at 47.49. All right. Now, the high was last Monday. We've seen some um, effort of trying to make a new bottom on last Friday, but that didn't work out. Monday tried it again, which looked pretty good for Friday and Monday, but Tuesday and Wednesday, both down days. So that does not make me a happy camper looking at that.
seasonality has this thing going sideways. And I don't even think the numbers are very are that good for Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll never was, in my humble opinion, really worthy of a good dividend uh, stock to use for covered calls or whatever. But we're looking at a 43.62 and a 43.74, which is a big spread. Okay. Now this actually does not look that bad. No, actually it does look that bad. Okay, so the stock is sitting at 43.68 and the spread right now is going for five dollars and forty cents. Which is not good at all. All right, so that was Dividend Kings. Next on our list, Warren Buffett's list is just Bank of America. Nothing really there. Other than that, let's look at some high volume stock. LMT, we looked at that one. Mickey D's, we looked at that one. Ooh, GS. Who the heck is GS? Goldman Sachs. All right, let's take a look at Goldman Sachs. They started out a year ago, 363.12. Found a triple bottom at 278. That was in June and July. From there, you had a double high in mid-November and late November at 389. Wow. Okay. Last 30 days, we got a 30-day low at 336. Uh, that was four weeks ago. And a 30-day high at 379.68. Sorry, 379.68. And that was last Thursday. Should be going sideways, sitting at 372. Um, where do we see this thing going? This time of year, sideways. Now, side, I like sideways for covered calls and spreads. So let's see what kind of a spread we can have with Goldman Sachs. We got 372.71, 372.84. Okay. All right, 372.50, there we go. And there you have it, I like this one. 370 over the 372. And it's only going for a buck 60. So that means I can put in 1600 bucks and get up 900 in return. Now, I have enough to do two contracts. I mean, 20 contracts, which would give me another 1800. But if I'm wrong, that's uh, 3200 that I'm out. So I'm just going to do one set, which is uh, 10 contracts, 
and hear of what it sounds like. All right, we're going to buy 10 vertical GS100s. That's the weeklies, Goldman Sachs weeklies. 17 February 23. Now we're going to buy the 370. We're going to sell the 372.50. So as long as the stock stays above 372.50, I am going to make over. All right, this Goldman Sachs trade, um, we're investing 1600 and the most we can make off of it is 900 So that is more than 50%. So I am going to say yes to that one. And let's see what it's looking at. Set right now. All right, I'm going to change it and put it up to 370. Okay. Okay, so we changed it and it just got filled at 170. Okay, I can deal with it. Not that big a deal. So it's a little bit less than 50%. And all it has to do is just stay where it is or go up. It can even come down a little bit and I'll still make money off of it. All right. That being said, that's going to push me, uh, I think, over 4% for the week. And that gets a little scary. And I still have a few bucks to play with. So we're going to end for today. Um, and hopefully we're going to do a little bit... I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow because we have we still have money to play with. That's the funny thing about it. I'm already over 3% for the week. Um, if Goldman Sachs comes in, that might put me up over 4% for the week. Okay? And I still have money to play with. Now, I could just sit on the money and do nothing. Or I can look at a few more trades and see if we can bring it up over. That being said... This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for safe, predictable, and consistent weekly cash flow. You guys have a great day, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know if you have any questions. We can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know if you have any questions. We can get back to you. And... Have a great day.